Day 35, Psalm 35. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Today we are on Psalm 35. We're getting down near the end of this 40 days in the Psalms as we look towards Easter and look of what we can learn from the Psalms that point to Jesus. And today we're in Psalm chapter 35. I'm going to read it for you. Today's a little bit of a lengthy one. There is uh, 28 verses here, so I'm going to read these for you. And uh, stick with me here, and if you have your own copy of God's Word, would you follow along? So let me begin. It says, Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of, of shield and buckler, and rise for my help. Draw the spear and javelin against my pursuers. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let them be put to shame and dishonor who seek after my life. Let them be turned back and disappointed who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Let their way be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my life. Let destruction come upon him when he does not know it. And let the net that he hid ensnare him, and let him fall into it, to his destruction. Verse 9, Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord, exulting in his salvation. All my bones shall say, O Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him, the poor and needy from him who robs him. Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good. My soul is bereft. But when, but I, when they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. I prayed with head bowed on my chest. I went about as though I grieved for my friend or brother, as one who laments in his mother. I bowed down in mourning. But at my stumbling, they rejoiced and gathered. They gathered together against me, wretches whom I did not know. Tore at me without ceasing. Like profane mockers at a feast, they gnash at me with their teeth. How long, O Lord, would you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will thank you in great congregation. In the mighty throng, I will praise you. Let not those rejoice over me who are wrongfully my foes, and let not those wink the eye who hate me without cause. For they do not speak peace, but against those who are quiet in the land, they devise words of deceit. They open wide their mouths against me, and they say, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. You have seen, O Lord, be not silent. O Lord, be not far away from me. Awake and rouse yourself for my vindication, for my cause, my God and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord, my God. According to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Aha, our hearts desire. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be put to shame and disappointed altogether, who rejoice at my calamity. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who magnify themselves against me. Last two verses, verse 27. Let those who delight in my righteousness shout for joy and be glad. 
and say evermore, Great is the Lord who delights in the welfare of his servant. Then my tongue shall tell of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Man, David's really going through it in this one. (laughs) You know what? He's struggling with being rejected by people that he once trusted. You know, rejection is one of the deepest pains that I think we can feel as human beings. There's not much else that cuts us to the core, like seeing someone that you loved and trusted all of a sudden turn their back on you. We're in an age now of cancel culture. You probably heard that word, and it's becoming the norm. Longtime friendships are abandoned over sometimes trivial matters, and oftentimes we're left wondering why. What happened to it? Why did they walk away? Wasn't there any depth to our friendship? Maybe you've experienced this at some point in your life, and maybe you're going through it right now. You've been rejected or abandoned. So how should a Christ follower respond when someone wrongs us? Someone does us wrong, they reject us, they walk out of our life, and even more when they slander our name or they try to uh, send our reputation in the dirt. How do we respond to that? Well, let's look at how David responded. In verse 1, he says, Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. David is distraught here, obviously. In fact, it you could even say he's kind of seething mad. He's upset. They're, these people wronged him. And yet in this very first verse, he asked God to fight against those who uh, fought against him. So instead of asking God to help him beat them up, to help him get revenge, to help get resolution, he puts it in God's hands. He says, God, I'm going to trust you with the resolution of this issue. This choice to give retribution to God changes the course of David's life. Imagine here if David made it his mission to seek revenge. It might have gotten him killed. It might have it probably definitely would have derailed his reign as king. It would have certainly stoked his rage, stoked his anger, stoked his sense of injustice. Instead of doing those things, uh, letting the hurt become a distraction, he trusts God with the pain. He realizes that God is the only one big enough to handle the pain of rejection. And so he puts it in God's hand. And since the avenging is left to God... Seeking revenge doesn't become a shackle that destroys him. In other words, there is freedom in knowing that the ultimate justice is in God's hands. In John 15, Jesus shows us that he is also well acquainted with betrayal and rejection. In the end of this chapter, Jesus is uh, talking about all the miracles that he did for people, and yet they hated him and they hated his father. They rejected him. Can you imagine this? Jesus heals a man of terminal sickness or leprosy or some other blindness, some other sickness, infirmity. He heals a man and many people, and yet that man who is healed ends up saying that he doesn't trust Jesus. He doesn't believe in him. He doesn't think that he's uh, the son of God. This is a hurt on a whole new level, and yet his response is entirely countercultural, and this is what I want to get at today. Instead of retaliation, Jesus chooses something radical. He chooses to love his enemies. And as he is hanging on the cross, he asks his father to forgive those who have rejected him. Jesus loved his enemies. 
Jesus chose to forgive the cruel things that people had done to him. And let me make this personal, and let's, I hope you can make it personal as well. Jesus loved me when I was an enemy of God. He forgives me when I reject him, when I turn to sin or I turn to doubt and I, I don't trust him in a certain area of my life. He forgives me. He loves me. Even when I act like an enemy of him, my life is forever changed because Jesus chose mercy over revenge for me. I'm forever grateful for the mercy that God has shown me through his son Jesus. And today I choose to remember the way Jesus has loved me. And when I do that, when I remember what he's done for me and the mercy instead of revenge that he enacted for me, I'm more willing to love those that have hurt me. So here's how we can apply this. Uh, Here's a question for you. How have you been handling the hurts in your life? If you were honest today, how have you been handling the times when someone has betrayed you, rejected you, even gone further and intentionally tried to hurt you? How, how have you been responding to those, uh, those hurts? Are you seeking justice man's way, get them back, make them pay, or God's way, trusting God and letting the love that Jesus showed cover you? How are you handling your hurts? One will leave you bitter and one will leave you free. So as we close this down, let's respond in a few uh, prayer points. And maybe as you're listening to this, you can uh, pray a prayer something like this. Maybe it's, Father, I don't understand why I was treated the way I was, but help me hand this hurt off to you. Maybe it's, God, help me love people the way you have loved me, or God, help me extend forgiveness to those who have caused me real pain so that you may receive glory. Just like Jesus' forgiveness of us on the cross brought glory to the Father, my forgiveness of someone else will bring glory to God. And finally, Lord, would you help me pursue the path of freedom instead of the bondage of bitterness and revenge? Handling hurt man's way by revenge, retaliation, is only going to become a shackle for us. God has offered us a better way. It's a way that David understood, and it's a way that Jesus illustrated when he came to earth and lived a life and died for us. So today, I want to encourage you to choose the way of Jesus to love and forgive those, even those that have hurt you. Hope this has encouraged you. We'll see you on the next one. God bless.